Should Ohio State leave the Big Ten? Find out next on episode two of Dotting the Eye with Davis and Chad. What's up, Buckeye Nation, and welcome to the second episode of Dotting the Eye with Davis and Chad. Let me tell you something. We have had one uneventful and depressing week as far as Big Ten football goes. Absolutely nothing that has happened this week has done anything to either bring us closer to an answer as to why we're not having college football or bring us closer to an answer of when we're going to have college football. Um, My sentiments exactly, because uh, as someone that is continuing to just wait for some sort of response. I mean, not even over the last week, over the last month plus, because that's been the big downfall of the Big Ten is they won't tell us anything. I mean, we're we're getting rumors and we're having to try to read these articles where people are saying, oh, I got someone on the inside that's saying this and saying that. I mean, I've been waiting for a revote for like two weeks and we still can't get any definitive information. So... Uh, I would call this week a complete failure, barring the fact that they would just come out and say that, hey, it's done for good and there is no revote. And and that's the biggest thing. Why does no one associated with the Big Ten or like some kind of a a secret cult like, oh, we can't let anybody in the public know what's going on. We can't even let them know if there's actually going to be a vote. You know, everything that we've read and that we've heard, you know, that they're they're going to vote Sunday or Monday and that they're, you know, probably meeting this weekend and all that is just hearsay. No one has confirmed that. Well, I mean, again, that's just the problem. Like, this is just such a failure on the Big Ten's part. And the thing that I feel like gets overlooked, or at least not in our area, but overlooked maybe as a nation as a whole, is that this is just really penalizing Ohio State more than it's penalizing anyone else. Everyone else is probably not as hard up for answers, or it's not as critical. I mean, as barring, yes, you have Nebraska and you have Iowa that's really trying to you know, kind of push more for, you know, what's going on, we want to play, but really they don't have as much to lose as Ohio State does. Ohio State has the most to lose out of this whole situation, and that right there is infuriating. So I guess that kind of brings us to the topic today that we wanted to really get to on this uh, podcast, which is, you know, should Ohio State leave the Big Ten? You know, I've seen, uh, you know, a lot of people talking about it on Facebook and, and other social media, and we thought, you know what, that'd be probably a good topic for us to address. Well, um, I went ahead and uh, decided to poll Twitter. Now, of course, we understand Twitter is not necessarily your most informed people. Sometimes people are just quick to react or click a button. What are you trying to say? I got Twitter. Well, well, that proves my point. Thank you. (laughs) So basically, though, I decided to make a poll mainly because I know how I feel. I know how Chad feels. I might know how three or four people feel. I need to know maybe more on a wide scale kind of how people feel. Now, given these numbers are not going to be exactly a true, you know, result of maybe what Ohio State feels like or what the Big Ten feels like or what other people outside of the Big Ten feels like. But ultimately, this is a Buckeye show and our opinion matters to us. So screw everyone else. Regardless, (laughs) the poll was basically should Ohio State stay in the Big Ten? And a little shameless plug here. Please follow our Twitter account at Dotting the Eye with Davis and Chad. So the poll, uh, the results ended up being 
pretty surprising, I actually think, because I would assume the majority of the people, especially that are going to pull this on Twitter, are people that are searching things like Ohio State and football and Big Ten. Um, we ended up having a pretty weird result where for staying in the Big Ten, 23% of people thought we should stay. Less than a quarter figured that we should stay in the Big Ten. And we had, uh, instead of it just being stay or leave, I also put not just on top of leave, but should we leave and join a different conference? Or should we actually leave and go independent like Notre Dame? Okay, and we'll explain the reasoning why we thought maybe independent might be an option. So 23% said stay in the Big Ten. 47% said leave and join a different conference. And 30% said leave and go independent. So that ended up being a total of 77% of our polling audience said, leave the Big Ten. Now, I don't, I'm, I'm no like mastermind or brainiac, but it doesn't take a lot to figure out that if you have over three quarter percent of people that are kind of feeling one way, that's a pretty big majority. I mean, hell, it takes less than that to cancel the Big Ten football season. You know, I kind of, at first I was kind of shocked. You know, at first I was shocked when I saw the numbers. I said, you know, Wow, I can't believe this many people are, are thinking that way. But then, you know, right now we're irrational. Our 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 emotions have been played with. First, we had to deal with the fact that uh, you know we were having an abbreviated season. Then we're dealing with the fact that we have no football. Now there might be football, but we don't know. Ohio State fans are getting thrown all over the place emotionally, and I really think that that's why those results are coming the way that they are. I mean, absolutely. Uh, it's definitely uh, we're at a breaking point. And I think the breaking point now may never be fixed because I think even if they vote to reinstate the season and Ohio State is allowed to play and even um, compete for a national title and be included in the college football playoff, the damage is done. And it's not just with Kevin Warren. And it's not just with how, you know, I think it's more with how these other presidents voted. And do we as an Ohio State football program with as high expectations that we have want to continue to play in a conference where the majority of the schools do not prioritize success. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not downplaying the COVID virus, and I understand there's risks involved, but you mean to tell me that with as much budget and as much money as coming into these schools that these universities couldn't bubble these kids because they already get tutors to start, and they're not necessarily going to every single class in person. You mean to tell me that these kids wouldn't have full access to testing on a regular basis, which they're not going to get when they're outside of the football you know, group or outside of the university? I heard the other day there's several college football games that actually had to be postponed. Um, one of them, I think, with Louisiana Tech, because they had the hurricane, and a lot of those students had to go home. And guess what? They came back. And a lot of them had the virus because they were not in a contained quarters where, you know, it could be regulated. And that's Louisiana Tech. Like if you're at Ohio State and that's one of their biggest arguments is that they have all these safe regulations in place to where they can do these testings. They can do uh, a bubble, so to speak, or a modified bubble. Uh, they have access to everything they could possibly need to keep these kids as safe as possible. And then don't get me started with all of this myocarditis stuff, because if you know someone's tested positive, then test them for myocarditis once they've recovered. And if they test negative, then they're good. If they test that they do have heart muscle inflammation, then don't play them, don't practice them, 
and give them antibiotics because that's the way that you treat myocarditis. Like it's mind boggling to me, the fear mongering that's going into all of this that is trying to scare people off from saying, well, football's nowhere near as important as people's lives. I get that. I understand people's lives are important. I'm not downplaying that. But you're also ruining so many more things in a process while this is actually one of the safest places for them to be in the first place. Another thing that kills me is that people are talking about, you know, lives are more important than football. I personally uh, don't feel that way about it. You know, and I'm not saying that anybody who feels any other way is wrong. I'm just saying personally from the data that I've seen, I really just don't feel that way. Not to mention I've had, you know, several people that have had. I just feel like there is without a doubt 100% a safe way to go about this for both the fans and the athletes playing. And I really think that the Big Ten at the end of the day jumped the gun. They thought they were going to be a trendsetter and close this thing down first and everybody was going to fall in line. Then they realized halfway in they made a mistake. And now I think they're just too prideful. So they're dragging it out. You're supposed to be the face of the Big Ten, Kevin Warren. So get out here and be the face. Don't write a letter like a coward. And I, I really think that's where all my frustration really stems from. And, you know, because of that, you know, I would say that my opinion on whether or not Ohio State should leave the Big Ten, go independent, is slightly swayed. It's swayed because of this. If you'd have asked me three months ago if I thought we would just leave the Big Ten, I'd have said no. But you asked me today, and I'm pissed off. Tell you what, dude, I'm starting to lean the other way. Yeah, and I mean, we can't overstate the fact that this is an election year, and I think you'd have to be living under a rock to assume that there is nothing political in any of this either. And I'm not going to turn this into some kind of a, you know, what I believe versus what everyone else believes thing, but well, I will don't say do this. <laughs> listen, I do what I want. No, well, that's right, because you uh, have the microphone and we don't, so you're going to have to listen everywhere we have to say, right? That's right. I. It doesn't have a wire, but I can throw it. Um, but <laughs> Mine does so, have a wire, and that's probably why I sound like crap in this one. <laughs> I mean, there's been power moves made in this thing politically, you know, from both sides, and it's, it's clear as day. But I think they need to focus on the student-athlete, the experience, and what they're taking away from these young men. Well, let me ask you this, Chad. So we know the poll numbers, of course, and that's what other people think, but where do you lie? And I'm saying, like, you know, if you had three options, would you stay in the Big Ten? And I'm saying, honestly, I know that you're very reactive right now and angry and frustrated with the conference. But, you know, logically speaking, as much as you possibly can, would you stay in the Big Ten conference? Would you leave and join another conference? Or would you think going independent would be our best option? I have to be honest. The roles have switched for me. You know, a couple of months ago, I never would have thought about leaving the Big Ten. Um, I... You know, the Michigan rivalry, you know, is something that I hold dear to my heart and everybody does. It's from, you know, our town. But, but you don't need to be in the Big Ten to have a Michigan rivalry. And you're right. You're right about that. And that's the thing that's even the little piece right now that's holding me to the Big Ten. But I have to be honest, I have swayed the other way. And although I would love to, you know, you and I have had many conversations about this. I would love to see how the Buckeyes do in the Big 12 or the SEC, really, either one. Um, those would be my choice for conferences if we had to go somewhere else. Gosh, but at the, the end of the day, would be a joke in my opinion. But oh, I would love, it, dude. I love the traditional powerhouses in Oklahoma and Texas. You know, I I love that. I would love to be there. At the same point in time, it makes me think that I think Ohio State could stand on its own as an independent. And honestly, that would probably be my choice. Um, I, you know, even as we sit here right now, I don't even know if I've definitively kind of made a decision what I honestly think they should do. Because I have, like, I'm a per, I'm, I'm more of a numbers person. I really am. 
You know, I kind of like to see that stuff in front of me. Sure, I can be, you know, a little bit reactive based upon my emotions um, and come kind of immediate to decide. But at the end of the day, if something like that, like I really try to see all sides of it. And staying in the Big Ten, you know, there, there's a part of me that there is that tradition with the Big Ten. And we're, you know, then you're kind of throwing away some of that three yards in a cloud of dust from the Woody Hayes era. And you're throwing away, not throwing away, but, you know, it might discredit some of that stuff. Or maybe that's just set in stone is just the history and we kind of move from there. I don't know, but it's just, it, it would be, could you honestly sit there and just like fathom like Ohio State in the SEC or Ohio State in the Big 12 or Ohio State in the ACC, which that would be my last choice. But you, you, you see where I'm coming from. Like it just, it seems almost like so disconjointed. It doesn't even seem like my brain can't fathom that. But at the it same does, time, but you know what? You think about think about Nebraska. Think about Nebraska fans. Yeah, and they were national champions in the Big Twelve. Exactly. Like, when has there ever been a national champion in any football related in any football um, power conference that has switched conferences? I can't I remember can't back when it was the Big East and the ACC, and there was kind of a mixture there. I don't know if Miami wasn't always ACC, were they? Uh, Miami, Florida. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure Miami, Florida was like maybe Big East there for a while may have been i'd have to look that up i'm pretty um, sure like to see I, I that's you know because when we grew up watching i mean for the most part especially since i really started paying attention to it your acc was comprised of what it is now but i do recall you know it being it wasn't always like florida state and um miami and um, Virginia Tech and like that wasn't always just your traditional ACC. There was also kind of some big East teams that were mixed in there. But I understand the point you're making. Changes happen sometimes. And even though it's hard to see it now, and especially with it being arguably the best team in the conference for past decade plus, and maybe if ever, okay? So there'd be the equivalent of saying Alabama's going to leave the SEC. Or the equivalent of Texas slash Oklahoma leaving the Big 12. Or even the equivalent of Clemson, which is recent, or maybe like a Florida State, something like that, leaving the ACC. Like, that's big time. You know what I mean? And that's, I think maybe that's probably the hardest thing to fathom. It'd be one thing if you're a team in the Big 10 and you branch off and join another one and go independent. But it's another thing if you've been the top team in that conference, if you've been like the face of that conference for decades and then you decide to leave because that will almost lead into our next point that we both and we've talked off to the side but i think we both easily believe that ohio state makes the big 10 oh a hundred percent man a hundred percent because if you think about it i mean there's other teams that contribute don't get me wrong i'm not saying that ohio state's you know the end all be all of everything but i mean think about it michigan has been in the toilet for how long now i mean a long time Uh, i mean although they do at least 10 years at least 10 years Oh, now, yeah, given yeah. that last and, time they won a title was back in the 1990s, but I mean, right. you know, it's not even been a rivalry in the last decade. No. And I mean, you know, I, I know that they make a lot of money. There's a lot of Michigan fans out there, a lot of them. But you know what? I just think as far as competition and competing on another level, uh, conference to conference, it's Ohio State all day. It's not even a question. Right. No, I, I'm, I'm with you on a lot of this. And, you know, if, if you're, I guess, gun to my head, if you're going to make me make a decision, I'll be honest, I'm I'm I would rather see Ohio State go independent. And I think my reasoning for that is I know how much money Ohio State is gonna bring in each year. And it's not just, you know, they got over a hundred thousand seats and you gotta assume they got at least six home games a year. That's six hundred thousand tickets. 
at varying different prices. Trust me, I've paid some prices for crappy seats, and they're still pricey. So I know they're bringing in a lot of money. They just started selling alcohol several years ago. Um, not to mention mention the licensing they have on all of you know the Ohio State brand in general that they're bringing money in from. Like yeah. Ohio State is one of the two, three programs in the country that could survive on its own. Notre Dame one, Ohio State two, and I would toss it up between an Alabama and a Texas on the other ones. They can survive on their own. I mean, hell, Texas has their Longhorn network where they have their own, you know, subscription network to watch Texas games because they're that big of an alumni fan base and a big of a brand that they can do that. Why couldn't Ohio State have a Buckeye network? Where we you want to branch off could. from the Big Ten and you want to branch off from the you know the Big Ten network and all that stuff. Of course, you know I can guarantee you right now they're going to have a million subscribers in no time for some sort of service like you said that maybe they'll put it on Hulu or or something like nowadays it doesn't even have to be something that cable can provide because half the people have fire sticks and smart TVs where I could stream something from some sort of service. So, you know, I really believe Ohio state could stand on its own and they're not going to have to divvy up all of the TV money and all of the other revenue they bring in, which is, you know, kind of what you have to do in the big 10 where everything's supposed to be divided evenly amongst all 14 schools where we know every school is not equal. And it just went to show, you know, in the uh, in the voting and the results that came out, you know, you know, Maryland schools like Maryland and Rutgers, they don't care about playing football this year because they have no chance to win anything. I mean, they play because it's a Big Ten school because, you know, it's it's part of their school's tradition. They know they're not winning the national championship this year. So for them, they're like, you know, why risk it? But that's a disservice to Ohio State. And part of me almost feels like I hate to sound like such an Ohio State Hummer, which I am. But well, duh, it, it welcome just, to the welcome. Welcome to the podcast. It's called Dying yeah, no Eye, not hey, we're, we're going to pat everybody else on the back. Podcast. It kind of feels is- like it feels personal to me. It feels like they're doing Ohio State a disservice. Well, you don't have to be so politically correct. You could tell everyone how you really feel. Well, the thing is, a lot of the things that I feel start with the letter F. <laughs> <laughs> well, like how how the Big Ten, how the Big Ten universities are not friends anymore. Yeah, maybe they're more like foes. But um, you know, at the end of the day, man, I really think a lot of this comes down to money. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of people understand that you know there's contracts, right? Especially big TV contracts. I don't remember what year it started. I think it was probably back, you know, 2016, 17, somewhere in that range where Big Ten, you know, and had to deal with Fox Sports. And it was like this big $250 million TV contract per year. And uh, initially it was supposed to like divide up money where like every team in the Big Ten was going to get you know, like almost $18 million a year. Well, gosh, I mean, by like 2018, like each of these schools were making over $50 million per school. Like it's literally like what the Big Ten is bringing in TV contract wise is bigger than every other conference. That right there is probably going to be the number one biggest reason why everything we're talking about today, as much as we believe they should leave, whether it's for fandom or for fairness or for right to choose or all this other stuff, is going to keep us locked in more than anything because as much as i probably lean more towards leaning and i feel like a lot of people right now do i personally feel like it's ever going to happen it's probably not but it leads me to my other point so we all know that the shares in the big ten are split okay if you're rutgers and you're getting 50 million dollars a year to play football you might want to give a little nudge a little how you doing to your big brother up here the one that's making you 50 million 
Well, because listen, you know what? You, listen, did you watch the the NBA playoff game last night with the Lakers against the Rockets? And the Lakers no, won. I did. And I LeBron did got like his 162nd playoff win and it ended up being the most of all time. So guess who he passed as the most all time in playoff win? Who's that? Derek Fisher. Yeah, Derek I didn't see that Fi- coming. Listen, De- exactly. Now, I'm not saying Derek Fisher's a bad basketball player. He's played in the league for a lot of years. But you know what? That right there will be a Rutgers, living off the coattails of someone else that's going to carry you the whole way. Guess what? They're bringing in so much money because they let the bigger guys do all the damn work. But then when it comes time to vote for the hard stuff and lets you get through this pandemic and let's try to play football, they're like, eh, you know what? I guess I'll just retire. I don't need you. Well, hell, you didn't even do any of the work anyways to build the program. Like, we just brought Rutgers in, what, like six years ago? And they've not won a Big Ten game? Or maybe won one? Like, what are you even good for? And the problem is their vote counts just the same as Ohio State's vote. Exactly. And the worst part is that Michigan's vote counts twice. They got two schools there. So when we go to vote, whenever there is a vote, if there's a theoretical vote or whatever is going to happen here, Michigan has two votes. And that really sucks because well, i really feel I still like there's will some never buy gas in that state i'm with woody hayes and i will never stop in that state to buy gas i will die on the side of the road and push across state lines before i even stop and give that state any money uh, my uncle glenn I, I visited uh south bend indiana with him when i was a kid um he wanted to pick me up and try to convert me into a, a notre dame fan and he took me up there and the the hotel we stayed in was on the border of michigan and indiana and i called my dad from a payphone that was actually in michigan and i was telling him about it and he hung up on me i was like well that's nice so i think a lot of people back from that era you know what i mean still have that same mentality you know too. I, we're still close enough to that era i mean I'm I'm in my mid to late 30s. We're both, you know, six months apart. We've been around long enough to where we still remember the teams that were predominantly running teams. It was true. You know, tradition was a big thing. But people throw that word around like it means something nowadays. Tradition is not what tradition used to be. Now, maybe that's something old people say, like, oh, I remember back in the day when milk used to cost a quarter. Like, I get it. But, dude, tradition is not what it is anymore today because you can't have that same tradition when free agency is such a big thing and money contracts are such a big thing and all this branding and social media and everything's just got to be pow, pow, pow in your face and all the time. Like, I'm sorry, but like tradition just is not what it used to be. So therefore that whole argument of Ohio State, you know, it's tradition, it's Big Ten, like Gene Smith, dude, he's just trying to be politically correct. Like Gene Smith is just a freaking politician. Like half the those people or more half those people they're just trying you know to save face and say what they think is right when really gosh man we just wish someone would just say what they mean and mean what they say and actually say something that people can relate to well i gotta be honest because you know we all know gene smith he's gonna be the first one out there to take some credit for something and he's gonna be the first one to pass the buck on something so which is why i still hold steady right right (laughs) right (laughs) But the point is, I think they're all being told that up. Don't say anything because I cannot see. I just I can't see a guy like Gene Smith not coming out and addressing this. He would immediately. I mean, how many scandals, how many situations have we had at Ohio State where we've had to have difficult press conferences to address difficult topics? I mean, holy cow. So I can't see Gene Smith just waiting in the wings like he's been like, oh, I've got nothing to say. Got nothing to say. The guy has always has something to say. 
So I just think 100% this is being controlled by other things. And this is why everybody's like, well, don't don't roast Kevin Warren. It's not his fault. He's a representative of the presidents and chancellors. Yeah, but he's also representative of the Big Ten, the representative of the Big Ten. So if anybody should say something, it should be him, even if Easy. it's just— don't just, hey, don't just throw the term out there like it's for anybody, okay? Even though we may not have gotten a trademark on it, the is still ours. Oh, and I don't know why. The only time I ever use it's for that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but well, would you let the Big Ten? Now, of course, we can't say that because I'm not getting paid six figures like Gene Smith or sorry, seven figures or whatever he's getting paid like Gene Smith is. But would you let the Big Ten as Ohio State tell you hush, tell you fall in line with what everyone else is doing? And I think actually if you actually start reading these articles and seeing what these players and these coaches are saying – Everyone is actually standing up to the Big Ten with the exception of Gene Smith. Gene Smith is the only one that is actually falling in line. You got Ryan Day, Kerry Combs, Al Washington, all these coaches, these players, everyone, parents, everyone's standing up against the Big Ten saying this is ridiculous. Like, let us play. You're going to sit here and we're getting ready to watch like Clemson and Wake Forest play. But yet we're sitting here at home having to watch this. And you got Gene Smith sitting. That, that's a whole that's a whole different story in itself. Now, don't get me wrong. Gene Smith has no say so whether or not we play because the vote ultimately comes up to the council, uh, the chancellor and the president. But you mean to tell me your own athletic right. director? Like, who's to say behind doors he's even standing up for us? Or if he's just so politically correct at this point that he's just doing what he thinks is best to keep his own ass clean. And he's doing a good job of it. I mean, you know how I feel about him, man. And he's been a snake for years. So if anybody knows how to cover their own tracks, it's Gene Smith. And I um, think he's doing but, it now. And I think had maybe had he spoken up a little bit more and been more outlandish, like, you know, how Nebraska early on said, hey, you know, we're thinking about playing outside the Big Ten. Uh, Big Ten was like, hey. Well, there, little brother, you just got here. You won't play outside the Big Ten. You're not part of our conference, which means you're going to cough up whatever portion you would have got this year to get divvied up amongst the other teams. I guarantee if Ohio State and Gene Smith said the same thing from the get-go, said, listen, this is this is crap. Like, we're going to go play football. We'll schedule some other teams. You don't want to play as a conference. Great. We won't play for conference title, but you can't stop us from playing, from playing football. I guarantee had Ohio State stepped up and said that, you think that answer would have been the same? Like, okay, fine. Well, See you later. I guess you're not part of the Big Ten. <laughs> you yeah, want to tell me the Big right. Ten would say that to Ohio State? Like, good luck. No way. So, yeah. maybe this whole problem is Gene Smith from the get-go was just, you know, so, like, trying to be politically correct and said, hey, well, you know, we're just not going to argue this thing. We're just going to go along with what they say because it's what they say. And you put someone there with some backbone that says, you know, hold up a second. We're going to we're gonna go play some football. You're either in with us or you're out with us. I would love to see it. It's never going to happen because there's just too much, you know. Well, he can't and live higher forever. Jobs. He can't live forever, can he? <laughs> I, I disagree. It seems like he can. <laughs> He's going to be like the Crypt Keeper at one point. It's, We're going to be looking at like. Gene Smith. is going to be like Tales from the Athletic Department. <laughs> well, I ask you this question. Do you think they're going to vote this weekend? Man, I was expecting a vote last weekend. I was expecting a vote on Monday. I've been looking at my phone, my Battery won't stay charged because I keep trying to look at Twitter, see if anyone has a, like some sort of leak or something. Man, I don't know. I don't even know if this is like, dude, I 
we had a conversation the other day where I said, this is like hanging a carrot in front of a donkey's face. Like, we're going to keep chasing this carrot. Like, what's the point of even actually giving us inform- any information? If you keep us holding on, waiting with the hope of a decision, then you keep a lot of people holding on and you're kind of keeping some of the backlash a little bit away from you. The second you make that definitive decision, they'll crucify you. And I think ultimately that's kind of my feeling on what's happening is I think they keep prolonging this because they know they're not going to have the numbers to okay it. And I think that they are going to have an utter meltdown when these other teams, and I'm talking the Power Five, finally start playing and then our vote comes out and says, hey, we couldn't get enough. We decided to just not do it until at least the spring. So that's what I feel is going to happen. I feel like the vote may come early next week or this weekend. Frankly, at this point, it could come another month from now. I know that Ohio State's been preparing to play this whole time. They've had voluntary workouts and everyone's showing up. You know, Ohio State is preparing as if they can play in mid-early October. So it's not whether or not we'll be prepared, but at the end of the day, I just I I have a horrible feeling that this is just not going to go our way. Well, I'll tell you, I feel this way. Um, if they don't vote or whatever, whether they vote or don't vote, or once again, Kevin Warren just tells them what's going to happen. It, something has got to come out next week. If it doesn't come out next week, I mean, first of all, I, I'm still holding on to some sliver of a tiny piece of hope that we're going to play in October and we're going to be a CFP eligible. But I know that that's probably not going to happen. I think if something doesn't come out the first part of next week, I think we're really, really in the danger zone of just not being able to do that, even if they did okay. I mean, yeah. there's still things to be, you know, they're talking about the medical side of things. They're talking about being able to safely do this and, and presenting a plan to, you know, to the Big Ten, to the chancellors and presidents that they okay as far as, you know, like some kind of a, a plan to deal with COVID-19 and play college football. But I'm also talking about scheduling and logistics and and some people are, are having kids working out. Some people aren't, you know, that all has to be, you know, has to be fixed and and people have to be brought in and we got to get on the same page so we can get the season rolling. And I just think, you know, any more time than really this weekend or a little bit after, man, and you're really rolling the dice on playing. Right. And I agree. I mean, I'm saying Ohio State's being prepared because they're an elite program and they know what they want in front of them. And they know that if there's even any chance to play, they're going to keep practicing as if they're playing tomorrow. But of course, you got these other programs that may not even have met, may not may have voluntary workouts that maybe half if not less than half kids are showing up so that's going to have to be taken into account which even further proves my point that these you know lower skill lower football teams in a conference that have an equal vote as ohio state are continuing to affect what ohio state can do with their program with the team we have this year with the team we might even have any year frankly i'm sick of it if we're up to me i say I vote independent. We make our own schedule. We schedule whoever the hell we want, when, wherever we want. And everything that comes in um, revenue wise is all ours. And you know what? We keep that up. We're going to have a 200,000 capacity stadium within 10 years. I think hopefully they're going to vote next week um, for Big Ten Nation and for my sanity. I hope they vote next week. Um, Make sure in the meantime, everybody out there, uh, stop by our Facebook page, stop by our Twitter page, uh, stop by YouTube. Give us a like, uh, give us a comment, give us a share, uh, give us whatever you want. But uh, just take a listen. And uh, we look forward to, to talking to you guys next week. Hopefully a decision's made. And until then, see you next week. See you later, Buckeye Nation. Go Bucks. O-H.